Hey family, and welcome to Grace and Guided. This is a faith-based podcast where everything we talk about leads us closer to Jesus. My name is Tawana, and I am simply here to inspire, encourage, and motivate you to pursue your God-given purpose by uniquely being you. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I do pray that you are blessed and encouraged as we learn what it means to be graced and guided. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to Grace and Guided. My name is Tawana. Thank you so much for joining and tuning in. If you are on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening anywhere else, welcome to Grace and Guided. Thank you all again for joining me and tuning in this week. Let's get into it. All right, you guys, if you are on YouTube, you notice there is no video, okay, because uh, the weekend was weekending, all right? <laughs> the weekend was definitely weekending, and uh, yeah, sis is just not video ready at this point. It is extremely late. I'm trying to get this done so we can post it for the mountain, so by the time you hear this, um, it'll be good and ready. However, um, yeah, I'm just... I'm I'm not uh camera ready at all. Anyways, y'all, let's talk about it, okay? Let's talk about how to hear the voice of God and listen. Do I feel that I am all that in a bag of chips? And no, this is just more of or feeling like that I'm just so you know qualified to talk about. It. No, but you know what? I have experience with this and uh I'd say I could tell you what it has done for me and I can tell you how I have learned to separate you know the voices in my head because for a long time I didn't know the voice of God you know what I'm saying for a long time I didn't know who was really talking to me I just moved on what I thought was right and was you know what I were you know not move on what I thought was wrong <clears throat> but um, just to share this. So when I first moved to Georgia about, it would be eight years this year in September when I first moved to Georgia. When I left California, around that time I had left my the ministry I was a part of and that whole year of 2016, I was so back and forth in my mind about everything that I didn't know who was talking to me. I didn't know if it was me. I didn't know if it was God. I didn't know if it was the enemy. I didn't really know what I knew is what I felt in my spirit. Like I just had some strong unctionings and some strong like, you know, just a strong will to do a certain thing. That's how I ended up in Georgia. I didn't know it was God. If you had told me uh, or if somebody would, and I probably would have just said it because that's just what I felt. But I, I really didn't know if it was God. I just felt it. I just had this very strong feeling about it, which, you know, that is ways that God speaks to you. But was I, was I now looking back at it at the time, I guess I was confident just because I knew it was time to leave. But when I look back, I cannot say that I was, that I can't say that I would like where I'm at today in life. When God speaks to me, there's no question. Like there's no doubt. There's no question. That's why I do what I want to do. Say what I want to say. Cause if it's God, baby, ain't nothing you can say to me. Okay. It ain't nothing you can say to me. Ain't nothing you can do to me. When the Lord have told me to say something, when the Lord have told me to do something, I don't care if you like it or not. I don't care who he is. I don't care what environment I'm in. When I know it's God, it's over with. For anybody and anything that's around me, it's over with when I know it's God. That's where I'm at today. Now, I wasn't always here. That's why I question myself a lot. That's why I question so many things. And that's probably you where you feel... 
okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. But you question it because you don't really know if it's God. You're not sure. So going back to what I was saying about coming to Georgia, I, I had a strong unction in my spirit, but I wasn't as bold as I am about it like I am now about in my walk. Um, so I wasn't sure who was really talking to me, but I, but again, I knew, you know, I guess I just had this strong feeling. So I made the move and, you know, it worked out how it worked out when I moved down here, but it has taken some years for me to, and, and again, this is all that also came from when I was at the church, the church I was a part of, a lot of the ministry was about, you know, and, and I'm not, I say this, I say this very, um, trying to be as graceful as I can and, um, you know, not be nasty about it, but the truth is the truth. And I would never try to sugarcoat my truth, but the truth is the truth. And what happened and who, you know, the, the, what I was a part of and the, it just is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but it is what it is. Anyways, the ministry I was a part of, a part of what I feel was a lot of the downfall in the ministry and a lot of lacking is that you didn't really get the opportunity to learn the voice of God for yourself. And I can speak that for myself because I know there were times where I probably should have prayed about it and just waited for the Lord to say something rather than going to a person. Because the thing about it is, did you talk to your leader? Did you tell your leader? Did you talk to leadership? Did What did your leader say? What did your leader do? What did, did you talk to pastors? Did you talk to, you know, first lady? Did you, what did they say? It was always somebody, physical voice guiding you in every area, area of your life. I personally had that. Now, I can't speak for everybody, but I know that's what I went through. And mind you, I was here or there for almost seven years. And that was the, what I was a part of had now that's not to take away what who I was developed because what I developed at the ministry was character. I developed servant, servant, um, being a servant, knowing how to serve in ministry. I learned so much and even things that I use today, you know, and, and the way I do things, I learned from that ministry. Like that is where I got a lot of my foundation in church from that ministry. So I would never take that away and take away how I was developed as a person and just, you know, put in positions where I had to grow up, you know what I'm saying? Where I had to, you know, um, be a leader, you know, to, to, so to speak. However, I didn't ever get to the place where I was confidently able to say, yes, this is the Lord. And a lot of the quite the, a lot of the questioning to you was, well, what did God say? Well, what did God say? Did God tell you that? Did God confirm that? Did the Lord say that? I don't know. So when I left the ministry, part of what was questioned to me was, well, did God tell you to do that? I didn't have an answer. And I don't know if this is God talking. I just know what I'm feeling in my spirit and I know it's time to go. And that was a big thing when I left because it was like nobody was listening to me. And I couldn't really say this was God. I didn't know, but I knew what I was feeling. And because I couldn't back it up, nobody took me serious. And it was a joke. And it was, you know, you know, folks said what they said. I, I mean, at this, you know, I don't care at the point, this point, but at the that time, that hurt it. You know what I'm saying? It hurt it really bad because I could not explain what I was feeling. And I and nobody, 
you know, I wasn't in no position where I had enough respect where I could just say, I feel this the Holy Spirit or I feel, you know, this is God. So, you know, I just feel this strong thing in my spirit. This is what I feel like I should do. Like nobody was trying to, nobody was listening to me. <laughs> like nobody, nobody trying to hear that. However, I followed it and I'm happy I did because that led me out of the ministry and led me here where I'm supposed to be. So, um, um, yeah, like I'm saying, like I, I, you, everything there, you had to seek someone out for their opinion and what they think and how they think you should do things. So I didn't really get the chance to learn how to seek the Lord for myself. Or, you know, and if, if I did seek him or did think I did, I still had to get the confirmation from somebody else. Like, I still had to make sure their spirit lines up with what I'm saying or what I'm what I'm saying. Like, they had to bear witness to it in so many words. Like, and not that I've tried to do anything. That's the thing. It ain't like I tried doing anything crazy. But I remember a couple of times where I did ask, can I do certain things or, you know, brought stuff, some things up and it was... It was a straight up no, like, no, you know, I don't see that for you. And, you know, no, not yet. And, you know, it just I just was kind of um, I don't want to say shut down, but it was I just never was ready. You know, I was never um, it was unless they seen that. You know, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? Leaders, they see you. Because I know I, if I, listen, baby, I'm a mess, okay? Like, nobody need to tell me that. <laughs> listen, okay? Nobody need to tell me that I'm a bit much. I know I'm a lot. All right? I do know this. And if I know this now, back then, like, I know I was probably working their nerve, baby. Jesus. I know I was getting on their last nerve. <laughs> I know I was doing the, the most. But you know what? I was real genuine. I was very serious about God and I desired to serve the Lord by any means necessary. And I was hungry for God and what he wanted me to do. And as long as I felt I was in his will, I was going to do it. Whatever it looked like and however it looked like, I was going to do it. So I was very confident in God. But, you know, he did place certain people in my life to get me together because I done had a couple of rebukes, corrections and had to sit my tail down and had to, you know, was told to do this and do that or don't do that. You know, it was, it was a, it was a lot of restructuring and things that I had to, I had to grow up, you know, that's just what I'm saying. I would, I won't ever take away certain things and, and who I became. Cause that is a lot of my read. That is a lot of the reasons why I am the way I am because of that ministry. And I really thank God for that season because it really was a season, you know, however, there were some things that, you know, just, I wish would have been done different. And one of them is being, being able to be trusted with my own Holy spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like we got the same Holy spirit, but being, being able to be trusted with my Holy spirit, that if I was to go to my leader and say, I'm not sure if this guy or not, but this is what I feel. And them letting me step out on that, that would have helped build my faith. Cause if it didn't work, that means we know it wasn't God, but at least giving me the opportunity to work out my own faith and work out the, the voice of God in my, in myself. I didn't get that. So now where I'm at, I don't ask permission necessarily to do what I feel the Lord is telling me now out of respect for ministry. I won't do nothing in a ministry unless I've been given permission, you know, unless it's something like, um, 
that I'm trying to do within the ministry. Then, of course, you know, you follow leadership and you follow protocol on how things work in that church. But when it comes to my personal life or my own life, whatever I when I pray about things and God speaks to me, that is what I'm going to do. You know, now, unless he shows me or unless he tells me, go talk to this person about it or go do this or do that then I'll follow that, you know, of course. But at the end of the day, I'm so confident in the, the, the spirit that I carry. I'm very confident in what God, who God is to me and who I am in God that I don't really need confirmations. I don't need a prophet. I don't need somebody to confirm what I'm praying about or what I feel the Lord is um, telling me to do. But when he do do it, because I didn't have prophecies and things spoken over me that it was like, dang, Lord, I didn't even... I wasn't expecting that. You know, I didn't ex expect you to answer me like that, but he does. And that's the thing. He do speak through prophets. He do speak through people. He speak through um, all kind of avenues. Um, God will speak to you. So it's not pretty. It's not often that I get prophecies. And first of all, I'm not around a lot of prophets, but when I do get them, I can bear witness. There was one time I, I got a prophecy and I could have slapped him upside <laughs> I could have smacked this man because you was so off, sir. You know, like, oh, I never get how mad and how I was so mad because he was so off. And then, you know, you in here talking to be like, if you was off with me, I'm sure you off with everybody you're talking to and you you just think you doing something. Y'all that see, I, I mean, it wasn't my church. I was visiting one of somebody's church and this man was just so off that I because of my maturity in Christ, I didn't like, I didn't embarrass him which I probably should have probably like now if that happened I probably would embarrass somebody I probably would and say you're wrong because if you're not operating the gifts of God do not try to act like you are and try to prophesy of somebody who deals with the Holy Spirit and who really knows the spirit because you're wrong and you're leading people wrong trying to sound important okay now I probably would now but back then I wasn't and this was some years ago so I, I wasn't as 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 bold as I am. Well, I mean, I've always been bold, but to to like call somebody out for doing it, I I don't know. I might do it this time. Um, you know, if it happens again, but at this point I'm so discernful that I don't even think I'd be in an environment with somebody who that fake, who's that fake and can just pop off at their mouth and everybody just so, oh my God, like, come on, y'all. Like none of y'all discerning this. No, nobody got discerning the spirits up in here that y'all don't see this foolishness. But Anyways, so God can speak through you anyway, any in any avenue, he can speak through you to you in any type of environment. This is the key, though, you guys, you got to learn to get quiet. OK, you have to learn to quiet your spirit. That is going to take discipline. That is going to take you getting along with the Lord. And just get into a, first of all, you know, and I know I've said this before, if you've been listening, you know, I've talked about this. You, when you get into prayer, you getting ready to pray. The first thing you got to do is quiet your mind. Okay. Your thoughts run a billion times per second or whatever the statistic is about it or whatever they say. I don't know, but I know it runs a lot and you just running, running, running. Your mind is all over the place until you learn to quiet your thoughts. Like literally tell them to shut up, stare at something and try to focus on what you're staring at or close your eyes and focus on listening to the fan. Or like I know this lady before she used to wear like these um, pearl beads, she'll take the beads 
and put them on her around her fingers and she'll just she'll count one at a time and let it rotate around her fingers just to focus on that not you know I mean I, it, it wasn't a real deep reason for it but it was just more about getting focused and getting your mind off of your thoughts you know you have to get to a place where you can quiet your mind quiet your spirit so that when God do want to speak or when you are ready to listen or when you ready ready to talk to him, you're not distracted. And listen, I still get distracted. You know what I'm saying? Like there, I, even when trying to pray, even before I go on this right now, I was praying. And as I was praying, I'll start thinking about something else and I had to shut it down. You know, because it happens like your thoughts are always talking to you and you're trying to think about this and wondering about that. You got to get to a place where you quiet your thoughts, you know, in whatever capacity um, that happens, that happens in, you have to learn to quiet your thoughts. And that's going to be the first step. You know, if you're not even, if you're not there, baby, trying to get to this next level is going to just take patience, you know, it's, it's going to take patience because you're not going to get there tomorrow. Like it has taken me years to finally to get to a place where I am literally where I know, where I know, okay, that's the Lord. And I'm going to be honest with you. So today, and really today, today, y'all, something happened today and it finally, it clicked in me. It clicked in me that that was the Lord. Like I know when this guy, but when I, when it clicked today, I said, wow, that's been you all along, Lord. So what just dawned on me today was, and when I say random, when I say random, like I'm talking about, I'm not thinking about nothing, not talking about nothing, I probably would just got done talking to somebody, moved, driving, doing this, and all of a sudden, something shifts in my spirit. That's what I'm starting to realize, how God is dealing with me. Whenever he speaks to me and just drops something in me, my entire demeanor changes, my spirit changes, my mindset shifts, my um everything in me literally just shifts. That is what I'm learning. That is what I'm learning in this season. That is what I'm learning in this season. Like I told you, I have a strong knowing of things and just even moving to Georgia, it was a strong knowing in my spirit, but I couldn't confirm that and I couldn't ask nobody about because I didn't know I just felt as I'm graduating in my spiritual life that shift that takes place in my heart and takes place in my mind that is the Lord and that is what was confirmed and that is what clicked to me today which is why we're talking about this right now because I've been this is you talking about 18 years of walking with the Lord and today for real y'all like today that just clicked like when it and the crazy thing is when it happened, it's not a new feeling. Okay. God, that is how God be speaking to me. It just dawned on me today that that is what I need to look for to know. Like that's okay, Lord, I hear you. To be quick with the response, like that, that was you, Holy Spirit. That just clicked to me. So I, I was a little, I was a bit blown away by it because I'm starting to get um clearer. As the Lord is speaking to me. But again, this ain't happened overnight. 
know what I'm saying? I didn't get here overnight. This is even, you know, prayer and spending time with God and then knowing when it's him and when it's the right time, the Holy Spirit will, because that was the Holy Spirit had to reveal that to me. You know, he's been speaking to me like that. I just didn't know when that shift happens, that is him. I just went along with it, but I didn't recognize it at the moment that that, okay, that was the Holy Spirit. But today I recognized the very thing that he always do. I today recognized it. Again, this, this is not, this didn't just happen overnight. On top of this, my church right now is in a 40 day fast. I am on the fast with my church and I know that that could that could it was a breakthrough today so i believe the fast you know brought about that breakthrough today um so i'm grateful for that you know but i wanted to share that because i want you to know like walking with god walking as a christian and and doing this thing called faith walk it takes spending time with him and it takes you know it it, it really just takes you desiring to get closer to God. You know what I'm saying? Like it really just take a desire to get closer to God. That's all I want out of my life. I don't care too much about a lot of things. I really don't. I really don't. With the opinion of others, absolutely not. My life, I don't care about it because as long as I'm in God's hands, I'm safe. I don't have, Lord, we got to do this or this has to happen or got to baby I don't care. I just want to be in his will. And whatever he says, that's what I'm going to do. I have no desire to be in front of people if I'm not supposed to be in front of people. I have no desire to for a title. I have no desire to be in the crowd or to be, you know, all in front of everybody. Like I, I don't have a desire for anything but to truly be in God's will and to get closer to him. That is my real heart's desire, and he knows that. So am I perfect? No. No, I am still learning. I am still understanding this. Well, you got to understand, I I don't have um, nobody guiding me in my life in the sense of my spiritual journey. Now, I have people around me in leadership that is helping me, but I'm, a, I'm really a first generation of who I am, like in a prophetic. Now, I know my grandfather was a pastor. And I know if y'all been listening, y'all talk, I talk about this. My grandfather is a pastor, but I don't know how far his ministry went. I don't know what he did. And I've heard he'd done a lot for the community. Um, I know he did just all kind of stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. My bad. Um, but I don't know, um, spiritually how far he went in the prophetic realm and in in the realm of the spirit, not just church, but in the realm of the spirit. I haven't seen this in my family. I do who I am and where God is taking me and the gifts, the prophetic gifts he has given me. I I don't I don't I don't know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't I am learning this these things, but I know it because the people that's the prophetic people that have come around me who have prophesied me, who was who were legit, they have confirmed who I am in the spirit. So I'm just saying that to say, you know, being that I can share this with you, hopefully it don't take you that long. And I'm not saying it'll take you that long to figure out the voice of God, but I am saying there's practical things you have to do. And number one, you have to quiet your spirit. Number two, you have to put time aside for the Lord. 
or quiet your thoughts and then you have to put time aside for him. You can't just keep busy and busy and busy and moving and moving and doing and trying not to get quiet with yourself. Because then, you know, you know, some some folks, you know, don't like to get quiet because then you got to deal with your life. You know, then you really got to deal with yourself. That's the ugly thing. When you when you got to sit still and get quiet, you got to deal with all your foolishness. If you don't want to deal with you, what makes you think anybody else want to deal with you? Like, for real. If you don't want to deal with your own crap, why do you think anybody else want to deal with your crap? Like, if you can't take the time to sit and figure you out, why do you think anybody else want to deal with that or be around that or entertain that or, you know, just why? So if you feel any type of way about, you know, afraid of sitting quiet with yourself, that means you don't want to face reality. And if you can't face reality, baby, you will never get to the point that you hear the voice of God ever. Because the first thing God is going to do is going to show you you. He's going to show you you. You know, you can't take this world for Jesus or try to get to a level that, you know, whatever. Like, unless he shows you you and deal with you, you're not going to get there. I'm going to be honest with you. all I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but I know God is still dealing with me. God is still working on me. God is transforming me because I got to be top tier. I got to be ready. I got to be cleansed from certain things that I am still being cleansed from. But I do, but I know, you know, that, that I know that about myself though. You know what I'm saying? That's why I ain't trust rushing, rushing my process. That's why I ain't rushing for growth and necessarily physical for what people could see. Like I'm not rushing nothing. Lord, on in your time. Okay. In your time, on your time, when you're ready. And when you think I'm ready until I'm ready, process me process me you know what i'm saying but i'm just saying you guys if you ever want to get to a place where you hear the voice of god you going it's going to take discipline and patience and you're going to have to get quiet you going to have to learn you going to have to develop a prayer life there's just no way without it like there's no way without life without getting through life without a prayer life period okay you have to develop a prayer life you're not that busy Okay, you're not that important. Listen, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny and be me. You're not. I'm not that important. And when I think I got a billion, which I do have a billion things going on, but I am never too busy for the Lord. If I can make the time for this, for that, for that, for this, for that, for that, when he is my source. Okay, understand your job and where you make money. That is a resource that he has blessed you with, blessed your hands to produce. But he is the source. So if you lacking on the source, you don't think he'll dry the resources up. Play with him if you want to. Play with him if you want to. The same thing he gave you, he will snatch back. Because don't get too high and mighty and think, oh, I made it and I'm here. And, you know, yeah, okay. He will humble you real quick. He will humble you real quick until you learn that you need him even when he provide and bless you in ways, you know, that he have already shown he could bless you. Humble yourself. Okay. God will provide. He will take care of things. He will take care of it. Trust him. Okay, and you definitely ain't going to get to the voice of God if you don't trust him. <laughs> if you don't trust your father, but the only way you can trust him is you get to know him. The only way you get to know him is spend time with him. The only way you spend time with him is to quiet your thoughts. Sit still and pray. Sit still and get quiet. Just sit there and just, Lord, speak to me because I don't even know what to say. Be real with God. Like I think we try to make it so robotic or so... The perfect, like, well, what do I do? You know, I got to have the perfect words or I got to have the perfect, I got to address the Lord 
um, this way, blah, blah, blah. No, speak to him the way you're supposed to speak to him. Speak to him the way you need to speak to him. Do what you got to do. Okay, talk to him like you was talking to your friend, like you're talking to your father, like you're talking to somebody you love, you care about. I'm so serious, y'all. Yes, he's a big guy. Yes, we got to come to him in reverence and respect. Yes, we got to come to him in spirit and in truth. But until you understand all of that, you just got to go to him real. Go to him as yourself. Listen, God, I I really don't even know where to start. I know you there, Okay. I know you didn't talk to me. I know I know you love me. Well, I don't even know if you love me. You know, like for real, y'all, speak what you feel. If you don't even know if he love you or you don't even know if you're loved, tell him that. Don't be afraid. He is your father. He is not a scary person. He only feels scary because you don't know him. You literally, what if you never, what if you knew you had a father, right? But you never did like this. I'm talking about physical. Like you knew you had a biological father, but you never met him and you never talked to him, never spent time. But you knew he was there and just probably hearing conversations from other people. They say, yeah, your dad really loves you, blah, blah, blah. But you've never talked to him. So you don't know. So when you get around him, you're going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be you don't even know what to say to the man because you're going to be like, I don't even know you. But when you start spending time with him, when you start hanging out with him, when he start checking on you every day, when he start calling you, you start calling him. When y'all go get go out to eat and y'all, you know, when y'all get to hang out and go do things, then you start developing this like, then this love, then this care, then this, oh, like, I really love you. And then you desire to get closer. That is how the relationship is developed with you and your father. Okay, for those of you who have not ever really taken the time with him and spent that time with him, start where you are at. The Lord, listen, come as you are. Okay, start where you are at. Don't try to do more. Don't try to do the most. Come as you are. And until you get confident in who you are in the Lord, then you can speak, then you can move, then you can act, then you can be as bold as I am when I go to him. Because trust me, I go to my father, that's my daddy, okay? He loved me, I'm his favorite, you hear me? You hear me? I know I'm his favorite, you ain't got to tell me. I love my daddy. But I have spent time with him over years and have developed a relationship with him that he is my everything. And my desire is really just to do what he wants me to do, follow his voice and make sure his voice is the one I'm listening to. And if I'm not, Lord, redirect me, change me, turn me around and get me to where you want me. That is my real desires. Okay, y'all. Okay. So to hear the voice of God is not hard. But it's going to take some discipline and it's going to take you desiring and wanting that type of relationship with the Lord. But I'm going to tell you, unless you get it and unless you learn, you know, you, you're going to feel stuck and feel like you're going in circles. And, you know, you can't really ever get there where you're trying to get to the next level, next level, because you are um, trying to do it your way. OK. And if you ain't noticed by now, baby, your way will never out be his way. <laughs> Amen. Listen, I'm speaking from experience. Y'all ain't trying to be funny. I'm speaking from experience. Okay, you guys, I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Hope you got something from this message. Um, also, I don't have my actual mic, so I know it probably sounds. Listen, y'all, we took it all the way back. Okay, back in the day when I first started this podcast, 
this is how we was recording, baby, on this phone. Listen, I got in my closet, put this phone, took my phone case off and just recorded from my phone speaker. That is how I'm recording right now. Okay, y'all. So forgive me for the lack of quality on today's uh, message. But nevertheless, y'all, I will never make an excuse to not put it out. I'm going to put it out however I need to. I just could not get on the camera and get to my mic today. But it is what it is, y'all. I love you guys. I love you guys. Love you guys. Make sure you get YouTube, like, comments, and subscribe. Share it to someone. Let them know. Um, you know, if someone needs this message and just needs to be blessed and encouraged on, you know, um, following the Lord and doing, listening to his voice as, you know, we all taking this walk of faith and, um, trying to be what all God has called us to be. Amen. Y'all be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. And we'll talk again next week. Have a good one. Peace. Amen, you guys. Well, I pray you received something from today's message and it has blessed you. Make sure to share and spread the word. If you have not already, make sure to follow all my socials, which can be found at KingdomMinded23.com. Again, that's KingdomMinded23.com. And for all your fitness motivation, make sure you head to my IG at FaithWalk Fitness LLC, as well as Facebook, FaithWalk Fitness. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Peace.